0: Good evening family, good evening, Pastor Daniel Sr. has done the greetings um, tonight, so I'm not going to take time in doing that again. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to take time and do that again and I think Pastor Daniel has laid the foundation for the word tonight, uh, speaking to us about the spirit. The spirit of God, and I'm just gonna flow from there. I'm just gonna continue. But do permit me to speak from notes tonight. Do permit me to uh share some things that I've dealt with. Like Pastor Daniel said, he's been dealing with the word, he's still chewing it. Me too. I'm still chewing, and I'm enjoying it so much. It's so beautiful. Uh-huh. I see some good evenings. Good evening, Pastor Faith Nations that are Bible reader. Good afternoon, good evening, mom. Pastor Chris I know you are at work Uh, there's many people in the house tonight and it's so beautiful so so beautiful and encouraging I see you tonight Evangelist Journal it's amazing okay let's get into some things very quickly on Sunday the word came to us so urgently and so fast uh, and it was so beautiful to receive such a powerful word in this season because it's clear very very clear Uh, that God wants to speak. So when he begins to speak to us from the capacity of the Holy Spirit, there's some fundamentals that he wants us to learn. There are some things that he wants us to get right so that we can go out and do all that God has proposed for us to do, whether you are an evangelist, a pastor, or whatever capacity God has called you in this earth to be, it's got to be by the Holy Spirit. And so first, I've put in my notes here, most times, knowledge has been passed down from generation to generation. That isn't useful or relevant for what the world needs now. So when you go to places and institutions like uni and work, you will discover that most people, when they graduate and when they come out, the information and the knowledge that that institution has given to them is actually irrelevant. They say to them, when they go into into their careers, they say to him, no, we need your experience. We don't even want the knowledge that you got from that institution. We want your experience. I look at most successful men and women in the earth today, most of them didn't actually go to those institutions. I used to feel very bad at a time when I used to tell people, do you know what, I, as much as I graduated, I paid someone to do it. It used to be an embarrassment. Now I say it with joy because I'm thinking, hey, it's not my degree that got me here now, you know. No, 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 no. It didn't do that. It didn't do anything. It's not that. I sat in those lectures like some of you guys half asleep. You're awake tonight though, right? You're with me tonight, right? Aha, your faces are so beautiful. That's good. So that knowledge that those institutions give now has zero currency. So what God wants to do to the believer is take them to the school of the spirit. In the school of the spirit, he gives you a knowledge that has the currency to effectively change the world. So on Sunday, that word came to us or the school of the spirit rather was being given to us. And if you were like me, <laughs> I sat in the service. I think that's why please come and close the service, because I sat throughout the service shaking and just moving everything around me. You know, I, mean? I just couldn't contain myself because I'm thinking, what is this, though? I thought we we're going to talk about wealth today, <laughs> talk about the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit encompasses all things. And when we get into scripture tonight, and I did tell you tonight, maybe four hours worth. So you've got to be ready for it. Some of you sit in two hours lectures. Some of you stay at work for nine hours, ten hours and you're smiling still. And they still pay you like 10p. (laughs) So we're going to spend some time tonight. So do bear with me as Pastor Daniel also said. Bear with me as we go through some scriptures. We go through some things. You know, it got so deep that I had to go into one of my old notebooks from 2016 to get some word on the spirit, you know. Those things are fundamentals, you know, so crucial. You cannot forget them. As much as the word comes so new and so fresh to us now, I've got to revisit what ignited my fire. I've got to revisit the things that caused me to be here and remain here, you know? Because those are our foundations. The Holy Spirit must not be forgotten, you know? Let's do this. Okay, where do we start from? Where do we start? Because these are just preambles. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe we should start from... John 16 or maybe we should start from John 5 actually yeah John 5 let's start from verse 39 John 5 39 yeah. you study the scriptures let's go before that actually start from where it starts you will know where to go yeah nor does his word dwell in you yep. for you do not believe the one he sent yes. you study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life Good. these are the very scriptures that testify about me yes yet you refuse to come to me to have life good I do not accept glory from human beings but I know you so Jesus was talking here and he says you study the scriptures For in it you think you have eternal life, yet these are the scriptures that actually testify of me. When we go into the Bible and we start studying, I hope you know every word that you get in, is actually comes to you as Logos. Find Logos for me, my dear. But what God wants to do, please, I'm going to do it like this because I said to you, we're teaching, right? So permit me to speak to you some Greek, Hebrew, and words that we don't usually use. It will help you. You will not forget these things. This is what I learned in 2016, by the way. This is when the nation began to take its shape. Because I still want to go to the formed man. I still want to talk to you about how the word, coupled with prayer, coupled with worship, will cause you to have or cause you to be the man that God desires to shape this world. So look for loggers for me. When we study the scriptures the way we do, you're not supposed to open the scriptures for you to receive knowledge, as in I've just read so I can go and quickly preach. No, that is logos. What God wants to do when we study the word the way we ought to, he wants it to come to us like rhema. Are you got that, guys? You've got to find it. You haven't got it. Please read it. Just just read it. Or is it not making sense? It's not adding up. Logos, Mm -hmm. the word of God, a principle or divine reason and creative order Mm -hmm. identified in the gospel of John with the second person of the Trinity incarnate in Jesus Christ. Okay, simply it's just the word of God. But we still need the manifestation of the word of God. That, and yet you've got to find Rhema for me. You've got to find Rhema because what God wants to do many people can hear word many people can even speak word many people can tell you about the word but what God is looking for us to do with the inhabitation of the Holy Spirit is for us to live the word I've got to go back to when Pastor Dami says, I'm not going to be bamboozled by people that just talk about God, but don't have the demonstration of the power of God. When you look at your leaders in the nation family, you've got to see the demonstration of God. You've got to see that God has moved a person from Islington to here we are now. That is the move of God. Because the word has no longer just been loggers where it's just a dead letter. It's become a well of living words. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, have you got it? Just read it. Literally, Rema, Rema, yeah. Yeah. literally means an utterance or thing said in Greek. Mm-hmm. It is a word that signifies the action of utterance. Mm-hmm. In philosophy, it was used by both Plato and Aristotle, Aristotle to refer to propositions or sentences. Is that it? There's got to be something deeper. It should mean living word. You've got to find the one that says it's the living word you got it anyone got it you've just got to believe me that that's what it means so when Jesus was speaking here it says you're studying the scriptures for in it you think you've got eternal life yet these are the scriptures that speak of me so in other words we've got to find who he is we've got to discover what he is and if we're discovering him it's because ultimately we're going to become like him One of your brothers came to me, it's like I keep coming back and forth, coming back and forth. No, no, no. Keep coming back and forth because in that coming back and forth, you will keep discovering. You will keep receiving a life that's beyond me because my natural capacity is not good enough to uh, uh, deal with you. It's only the the spirit that allows me to operate that will actually accept you as a person. Have you got it please, Ma? Yes, let Let's read it. There are two primary Greek words that describe scripture, which are translated words. Okay. In the New Testament, the first Logos uh-huh. refers principally to the total inspired word of God yeah. and to Jesus, yes, who is the living word. Uh-huh. The second Greek word translated word is Rema, yes. which refers to the spoken word. Rema literally means an utterance mm. individually, collectively or specifically. Okay, it's the utterance. It, it is the word. There's another one that says "living word" somewhere, but don't worry, it's fine. We'll keep going. So when we look at Bible now, God is not looking for us to go and be studious in the sense that we know the Bible inside out. He wants us to discover Him in all things. He wants us to discover how, how He wants us to discover how we attach the Spirit man to our spirits, yeah, or the Spirit of God to our spirit. Don't forget, P.T. said it on Sunday. The sp- our spirits bear witness with his spirits that we are the sons of God. So there's got to be a reckoning of spirits now. And that can only happen when the Rema word meets you as a man. And fills you up, as Pastor Daniel says, to a capacity whereby you are now able to express the divinity that comes with carrying the spirit of God. Please bear with me as we keep going along. Uh-huh. Have you finished reading it, Ma? Keep going, Ma. These are the very scriptures that testify about me. Yes. Yet you refuse to come to me to have life. Uh I do not accept glory from human beings. This is why the Bible would tell us in 2 Corinthians 3, 6, it says the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. What's actually supposed to happen is you're supposed to read that letter with the spirit. Whenever you read Bible, you're supposed to read it with your spirit man. That's when it becomes light and life to you. If we start reading Bible with our carnal knowledge, you'll just be like, this is long. You will feel like I've read this and I know this, but you don't know it because with a know it, there must be an action that comes with revelation. Every revelation has a life that pertains or a life that comes as a result of you knowing something. Uh, Mr. Tesla cannot know how to do cars and just say, I know it in my head, but can't, doesn't action it. That will be useless and void. The Bible says that the word of God should not return to him void. You've got to find that as well, please. So when God speaks to us through his words, bible he wants it to be read via the spirit that's the only way you will receive the life of the word are you following me today teaching is quite boring guys yeah uh, you're enjoying it good you've got to take time and pace with me those of you who are at home don't get tired with me it's still flow so that i can go somewhere uh-huh finish reading that mom But I know you, Yeah. I know that you do not have the love of God in your hearts. I have come in my father's name and you do not accept me. Mm. But if someone else comes in his own name, you will accept him. Mm. How can you believe since you accept glory from another, but do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Okay. But do not think I will accuse you before the father. Your accuser is Moses, on whom your hopes are set. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But since you do not believe what he wrote, how are you going to believe what I say? Let's leave that. Let's leave that for a minute and let me jump onto something else very quickly. Because I still need you to really stay with this Holy Spirit. Because if we get this Holy Spirit fully, I'm telling you, there is nothing you cannot do. There is nothing you cannot do. When the Spirit comes to a man, it actually comes as the finished work. I've told you that there's three dispensations of how God moves. He comes as God the Father, the Son, and as a Spirit. And those forms come to be with us, to live in us, and to be upon us. Now, when God is looking to action some things out in our generation, He's got to look for the man that has understood three principles three very key principles the reason why we pray yeah is not so that the spirit can come down we pray because we've become isolated men let me explain that to you okay let me go to my scripture so I don't get it Uh, when the word enters my spirit a work begins is what I said Uh aha no this is where I have put it wrong prayer maybe I should just not do this Okay. Okay. What happens is the word is supposed to come into your, you as a man, yes? When that word comes into you, it comes into you as a spirit. That now isolates you because you can't have this word and be in this and, and, and be in this world and have the world's word. It's gotta set you apart. So what it does, it sets you apart and takes you to a place of prayer. So the equation goes like this: word, prayer, and worship. So when we get the word, it causes us to go into a place of prayer. In the place of prayer, the spirit man begins to have intimacy with you and begins to teach you about the things that are unseen. So actually, when we begin to pray and when we've got the word, the way we've been getting the word, it travels you into the unseen. When you get into the unseen, what you're actually doing is manipulating some things in the place of of prayer you're allowing things that be not as though they were here on earth when a man is able to do that guess what they do they offer up worship worship is not singing please guys let me tell you the first worship i saw that was profound Noah gave up a burnt offering unto god and the bible says that god received it as a sweet smelling aroma it pleased him so much that he lifted the curse from the ground Now, Noah was able to do that because this guy was a prayed man. In fact, he was able to do that because he received a word. A word that attached with his spirit man that called him to be, caused him to become a prayed man that led him to give a worship that allowed God to use him to create what cannot be created here on earth. He had taken something that was from the unseen and brought it here on earth. So in other words, what the spirit allows you to do, it allows you to travel into the heavenly realms to go and grab some things and make it possible here on earth. Noah could not know that there will be a flood. Unless somebody told him, it would have to be by the Spirit. Noah would not know how to create an ark unless somebody taught him. We know that the Spirit comes as truth. The Spirit comes to teach. The Spirit comes to give us life. This is why we say good things like, "Lord, uh, give me the life-giving Spirit." Why? So that it can enter me into the unseen. There is no way. Listen. You are going to fix a broken society without the author that created the society. There is no way you're going to fix a damaged community without the author of that community. It is the Holy Spirit. So at most times, the Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. We grieve him by not allowing him. We grieve him by not giving him his rightful position in our life, which is to allow us to dominate. God is not going to come down on a horse and do things. He's going to use you and I as the vehicles. What he expects for you is to be emptied enough so that he can fill you enough of the spirit of God that allowed you to do things that are beyond human capacity. Are you following me this afternoon, guys? Okay. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Many of us need to sit with the Spirit. Many of us need to spend more time with the Spirit. I think we get lazy when we think about the Spirit because we don't realize it's actually a person that has needs and wants to be spoiled. But what happens is even when we're praying at times, we're so used to the company of many people that that's when you only pray. For many of you, I think you don't have sacred prayer times with God. And this is why I've asked for this isolation period, so that you can get to know Him as your friend, as your advocate, but most especially as your helper. Because you're going to need Him to take you and, and, and allow you to do the things that God has proposed your life to do. Otherwise, you'll be struggling. Otherwise, you'll get tired. Let me tell you, most times when you are operating in the Spirit, most things won't make sense. It's actually not supposed to make sense. The spirit has come in a different dimension. The world to you as you see it now makes sense because you're used to it when the spirit comes upon a man it's not supposed to make sense to the world because you're not used to it you're not used to his flow so if you look at your life today it doesn't make sense for you to be in a house with 16 plus people it doesn't make sense for you to be in an environment like this tonight or on a a valentine's night when people are doing couple stuff when the holy spirit says no this makes sense because i want you to set you above the world and above the people that are doing the basic things i want to set you above the people that have only got a basic knowledge of who they are harvard uh oxford they can only give people a basic knowledge still do you know what they actually they do those institutions they teach you how to do chores very well they teach you how to be ordered they teach you how to be structured but they can't give you anything new i've seen people that have sat in their room for years on end and become more brilliant than oxford students You see, when you can sit one-on-one with the Holy Spirit, you will outshine many people in this world. Why? Because there's a knowledge and a brilliance that comes when you get to know Him. So in other words, what I'm saying tonight to you is get to know. Get to know the Holy Spirit so that He can reveal to you the dimensions of His grace. So that you can action in this world. In fact, so that you can be God here on earth, essentially. That's how far he wants to take you. I was listening to Peace Sam this afternoon and he was saying that he was telling one of the sisters, just sit for three months, listen to word and pray. It's exactly the same instruction that I've given to some of you. And I'm already seeing you're already agitated. You don't like being told what to do. You don't like being moved from place to place. You don't like it because you're not used to that. But you see the Holy Spirit, he will tell you some things that you don't like. He will give you some instructions, you think, why am I doing this now? I did that 10 years ago. Or am I a baby? He says, yes, in me you are because I'm the one that's supposed to reign through you. But if you think you can do things outside of me, that's the moment you begin to crash. That's the moment you begin to fall back into the system of this world and you can think you're doing okay because you're on a salary. But then you will realize at the end of the month, I'm still depressed. I'm still lonely, I'm still miserable. So, what does the Holy Spirit do? He wants to teach us. He wants to sit us down and fill us with a knowledge that has a currency. That we can go to the world and begin to spend. You're not going to deal with young women if the Holy Spirit hasn't dealt with you first. You are not going to be a soul snatcher if the Spirit hasn't snatched your soul first. I'm sorry, you can call people in and they will come here every Sunday. I told Pastor George, listen, I'm not going to sit with your souls if I haven't seen them here three weeks consecutively. No way. No way. I'm not going to wear my pearls like that, no. I love it, keep bringing them. But if I don't see them here consecutively, if I don't see that they're tuning in, it's just a social gathering now. No, 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 no. It's just a social gathering. I need to see them here every week, continuously, hungry for the word. Then I can say, okay, let me speak now because they're getting something. They're understanding that this is not a playground. This is actually an academy for life-changing people. This is actually a family or a house where lives come in one way and go out another way. And if they can get that, then I'm desperate to give my all to them. I'm desperate to fill them with the same spirit that I have. Are you following me this afternoon? So get to know. Tell your neighbor, get to know. Get to know what? Get to know the Holy Spirit. Make him your companion. Make him your lover. Make him your friend. Make him your helper. The word helper is so good because we first saw the first helper in Genesis chapter 2. In the form of Eve, a woman. (laughs) I don't even want to do that tonight. We first saw it there. But the Bible tells us that's the same dimension of the Holy Spirit. If you look in the book of Proverbs as well, you will begin to say, it will talk about she as the spirit. So what happens then? If it's the she and it comes into your spirit, then something should give birth. So you've got to be desperate for this spirit, very hungry for it, because it doesn't, it's, it's jealous, you know, it's very jealous. And this is why I ask for your isolation time, for your sacred, consecrated time with the Holy Spirit, so we can develop you. So he can mature you, so he can begin to birth in you something that the world has never seen before. That is what God is so desperate to do now. There is no wealth without the Holy Spirit. There is no beautiful house and stuff without the Holy Spirit. You can get them, but you will find that they will quickly go from you if you've not understood the use of them. Everything is for a use and for a purpose. So the Holy Spirit begins to teach you what that use is for. Even your companion with one another is for a purpose. When the choir get together, you've got to understand the purpose. It's not just to worship as in sing sweet songs. No, God wants an offering. This is why our giving is so key. Your giving is actually a worship. When it goes to God, it goes as a sweet smelling aroma, but he's only going to accept it from the spirit filled man. He's going to accept it from the man that understands him. He's going to accept it from the man that's not just read the letter, but has received the letter. Not just received the letter, but God says in, the, in, in later on in scriptures that you will end up becoming the letter also remember he began PT began to talk to us about the letters to the churches he said you've got to become that because you've received the letter don't forget the letter killeth but when you add the spirit to the letter it gives life so when you go into places that God has called you to you're going as the message as the letter which is the spirit of God and wherever the spirit of God is there is liberty there is freedom there is hope there is justice this is why I said to your brother, there's no way I can sit here and judge you. Even if you come to me a thousand times, haven't failed. A thousand times I've failed. still your mask. Who am I to say, don't come back here? Some of your brothers have done me so wrong in the past, you know. Mm. <laughs> so wrong. I, I don't know what it is. I just can't stop loving. I don't know what, I'm even asking God, like Pastor Daniel, get me angry with them. At least when they come, let me slap this, yes, and then I'll be okay. But nothing, I just want to hug and say, I just love you, boy. I don't know what that is. It can only be the Holy Spirit, because in my flesh, bro, it wouldn't be a slap. It would be guns, you know. <laughs> I really said I'm going to stick to my notes this evening, because I really felt like I had something so great to share with you. So let's, can I flow then? I should just flow, Abby. Aha. Uh-huh. I gather myself that's lovely overwhelm my heart and take on control Praise God. Praise God. So, how does the spirit remain in us? Because many of you may have those questions in your heart where you're even asking, how does he remain and stay with you? You know, another brother now that you don't know, I was speaking to him and I can see that the Holy Spirit was literally standing next to him wanting to be in here and he was looking at him waiting for him to receive it and as he's talking to me I'm looking at him and I can see (laughs) you're going to think I'm so weird isn't it Uh, whatever I can see the spirit wanting to be in him so desperately and he said Ma what have I got to do to allow the spirit to dwell in me because I want it but I know that I'm so far from him I said bro you don't even realize how close he is he's right there He's right there. You just got to receive him and believe what you're receiving. Spend more time in your prayer. And this is, I love the video that was given to me yesterday of the men praying. I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Even if some of them don't even understand why they're there, don't worry. They will get it eventually. The women that are praying here and in your houses, eventually you will get it. You are birthing something beyond your understanding, beyond your imagination. You are. I put this in my notes here. I said, Jesus gets born into my spirit, into our spirits. Do you know that? When you look at your spirit, man, it's actually supposed to be the spirit of Christ that is there. But it's going to get born into your spirit. That's why he came. And that's why he died. For him to be born inside of you. Then he's formed in my soul. He's formed in my soul and then he operates through my body. Can I give you a scripture for that? Galatians 4.19. Paul was praying for the church and he prayed a prayer that said until Christ is fully formed in you. So the spirit that God is looking for has to be the spirit of Christ. So he has to be birthed in you. I hope you're following that. He's going to be birthed in you, then he's formed in your soul. But listen, God is not going to birth in you in the midst of many people. He's going to take you to a sacred place. Then he's formed in your soul, that soul that houses your mind, your emotion and your will and the way you think and the way you feel. And then lastly, he operates through my body. So when you see Pastor Daniel creating some things, you know, that's not just him as Daniel. That's the spirit working through him because there's been a birthing. in. When I told one of your sisters, forget your business for now. I don't even care. I don't even like the business anymore. Sit down, pray and word so that Christ can be formed in you. The forming of Christ in you, anything you touch will have the formation also. Anything you touch will have life also. That's how he operates. Let's read it, ma. My little children. My little children. For whom I labor in birth again. Yes. Until Christ is formed in you. Until Christ is formed in you. There's got to be a forming of Christ. You know how desperate he is to get that forming in you so that you, oh my God, uh, he is so desperate for you to be formed as him. Why? Because when the world looks, they must see Him. The world is so dark and dire now that they're looking for Christ to solve their crisis. But it can only be the man that's formed. God is not going to do it until you're formed. He tried it before. He let men go that weren't formed in Him. So He had to come down in His whole deity, in His whole Godhead and show you the way so that you can become the way also. So when he finds a man that's formed in him, that's when he says he's ready to do a nation takeover. When he can find a man that's filled with him, enough. And you know that filling can be as small as a mustard seed. It just needs to be there. It just needs to be there. So he was praying here until Christ be formed in you. Yeah. I would like to be present with you now uh-huh. and to change my tone. Yeah. For I have doubts about you. Ah tell me he's not sure if they're ready he's not sure if they understand the magnitude of what this god and what this spirit can do in a man you already we already spoke about paul and stephen last week i'm trying to give you the dimensions of the spirit it allows you to be the formed man You won't struggle in prayer anymore. Why? Because you've received the word. Your prayer is to actually strengthen the word you receive. Then what happens is after you go out and do everything you've been praying for. That's what you know when when Solomon gave off a burnt offering to God. What he was really saying is, Lord, I'm ready to do your will. Then God said, hey, 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 I recognize this offering. I smell it it went off as an aroma to him again he says oh my god I found somebody that's recognized you see what he was receiving was a spirit because when the smoke comes up it takes on the same form as the spirit so he was receiving that spirit of Solomon and he said, ah my god I can find someone I can put my spirit in so he listened to Solomon's petition which was a prayer and he heard him. Solomon was asking for wisdom to lead the people and God says I found a man that can house my spirit. I found a man that can take, uh, uh, that can inhabit me, Mm. that can inhabit me. So he says not only will I give you what you've asked for but I'm also going to give you wealth. First Kings chapter 3. Let's read it so that you can believe what I'm saying when you are filled with the Holy Spirit there's nothing you will ask for the Spirit already knows what you need there is no way PT will go to Nigeria and not have what he needs why? because the Holy Spirit is with him there is no way you are going to go into the field that God has called you to and you're not going to have what you need because the Holy Spirit knows it he's the teacher He is the one that will guide you and lead you to all truth even in the music arena you could be thinking but it's like I'm not doing anything in there yet like I Am I even supposed to be singing? Am I supposed to be making music? God is saying, no, sit down with me some longer. Be one with me. Let me yield to my spirit. Become one with me. Let me house. or oh, let's house each other. Do you know, actually, as much as you're supposed to let the spirit come into you, you're supposed to jump into the spirit also. You're supposed to be filled with it also. I think that's even a greater dimension for you to be submerged in the spirit. That's a greater dimension. Have you there? Let's read from verse 1. 1 Kings 3 verse 1. Yes. Solomon made an alliance with Pharaoh. I love that. King of Egypt. Yes. And married his daughter. Yeah. He brought her to the city of David until he had finished building his palace and the temple of the Lord. Good. And the wall around Jerusalem. Good. Solomon already had a word to start building from his father, right? He started building the temple of God. So he's already got the word. So he's about to get into prayer now. Go on. The people, however, were still sacrificing at the high places because the temple is going to go off, guys. Go on. Because the temple had not yet been built for the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Solomon showed his love for the Lord by walking according to the instructions given him by his father David. Good. Except that he had offered. You know s- that our word for instructions is actually the word that was given to by David. He was walking in the word. Yes. Solomon showed his love for the Lord by walking according to the instructions given him by his father David. Yes. Except that he had offered sacrifices and burned incense on the high places. Yes. The king went to Gibeon to offer sacrifices. Yeah. For that was the most important high place. Good. And Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. Good. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in the dream. Mm. And God said ask for whatever you want me to give you why did he ask him to ask for whatever he wanted why because of the offering because of the worship but before that solomon would know to go to god giving those offerings because he's already got a word so when he's got the word when you guys have the word the next thing you're supposed to do is go and meet god in prayer And say, God, speak to me pertaining this word. Like Pastor Daniel said, when Petey was given the word, it's like, God, give me whatever I need to take from this word. Based on that, do you know what the next thing you ought to do is? Go and offer up a worship. Then God hears you and says that, ah, you're not just like all the other ones that just received the word and just took it and be like, (sighs) powerful word today. That was so deep. But you are one that went to inquire of this word you want to inquire so much that this word can become useful to you then when you knew that it will become useful you went to offer up a worship so this is i get why the church do word worship then we give our offering at the end because that actually was actually supposed to be the form but they got it wrong worship wasn't supposed to be a thing of oh let's sing to god it was actually supposed to be an act of giving giving yourself we're going to end up in Romans 12 eventually you know because that's what the, that's how the Holy Spirit will house a man when you can completely offer everything in the Old Testament it was offering a burnt offering, animals calves, but when we get to the New Testament God says I want you now that will be the true proof that you can house me, is when you can totally surrender yourself to me is when you can totally give me you so that I can live there excuse me, there's nobody that goes and gets in house that says the old occupancy can stay there no you have to evacuate so the new man can come in you don't pour old wine or new wine into old wine skin the one has to evacuate so the new one can enter so what was happening here God can hear him go on please Solomon answered, He answered, you have shown great kindness to your servant, yes. my father David, Good. because he was faithful to you yeah. and righteous and upright in heart. Yes. You have continued this great kindness to him yeah. and have given him a son to sit on his throne this very day. Yes. Now, he was offering up a supplication here, a petition to God here. He was saying, God, you know that I'm your servant's son, um, Solomon. Now, keep reading. Now, Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David. Yes. But I am only a little child. Okay. He says, I'm only a little child. You remember who Paul started praying for? You little children. So actually, when we get the Holy Spirit to come into us, he's got, it, we can't be mature. Because guess what's going to happen? You're going to start contending with him. As a child, you're naive. As a child, you're vulnerable. As a child, you just take whatever's given to you. Who's uh, got a child here? Uh-huh. Turn just, um, Leora comes to you and says, Dad. Okay, probably she's does. That one is... <laughs> but as a baby, as a little child, does she say today, Daddy... I want to eat burger, lobster, and fries. No, she takes whatever daddy gives to her. You know, if daddy doesn't feed her, she starves. So she looks up to daddy as a teacher. She looks up to daddy as her all in all. She looks up to daddy as her savior. This is why he wants us as children to come to him. So when we come to him as children, he says that's the best place for you to be because then I can completely give my allness to you. Do you remember the scripture that says, "Ah, la, 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 la." He says, "Ah, your father. If you ask for, um, if you ask for bread, will he give you?" stone and if you do, 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 do no your father loves you so much that he wants to lavish his greatness upon you he wants to give you your all i've seen the way chona will go and buy some designer for leora and i'm like bro i don't even own that yet i saw the hunter boot the other day i said bro that's, i saw the gucci top and i said but a no, baby she doesn't even know the value of this but what he does, he's given him, he's given her his fullness, his currency. He's put his knowledge on her. He knows that Gucci has value. Oh my God, you're not hearing me. He knows that Gucci has value. He knows that Hunter has value. So God was going to give Sol- Solomon some value also. He knows that wealth will have value for him. He knows that if he gives him wealth, the people will listen. I'm t- I'm, let me tell you something. Y- yes, sir. I cannot be broke, guys. Please don't allow me to be broke. It will be a problem for you. Big problem. You won't hear God because I won't go to God. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) Don't ever allow me to be broke. Don't ever look at me and say, ah, this one is struggling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guess what will happen? You'll become like the Israelites complaining about Moses. Why did you bring me here? Complaining when manna comes as Christ. They didn't recognize that was Christ. You see, what wealth does, it causes people to pay attention to you. People will listen to you. People will believe you. It's not the ultimate thing. But it will be a vehicle for people to hear you. When we even speak about wealth I hope you know it's not money guys before you get carried away thinking it's finances I'm talking about money now just don't let me be broke that's fine but when we speak about wealth it's greater than money it's actually value it's knowledge that is your greatest asset for you to know the spirit this is why Paul will keep crying out I pray that you know do you know what this it's a deep revelation. It's beyond what you can see. It's an impartation. He will keep crying that you may know him, and the power of this resurrection for you to know, for you to know, for you to know, so that you can have wealth, you can have value when you go out into the street and people see you. I'm sorry, but I look at PT not as a Harvard graduate. Somebody asked me the other day, "What do you do?" I said, "I'm a pastor." I said, "But how come you go there I said, yeah, I'm a pastor?" No, but you're driving. I said, "I'm a pastor." So basically they're saying that doesn't look like what you should have as a pastor. You should be a lonely man, a, a, you know, humble and just drive a Toyota Yaris and you'll be fine. And that's how you, no, 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 no they didn't understand that. I said, "Nazis." I said, I'm a pastor. That's all I do. So, so yeah, how do you make your money? I said, I'm a pastor. So what does that mean? I, I pray. I pray. And God answers my prayer. That's, it's as simple as that. I pray. She said, no, 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 but what what do you do? I said, sis, (laughs) sis, I pray. (laughs) Finish reading God and Solomon. Now, Lord my God, Uh you have made your servant king in place of my father David. Uh But I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duty. Beautiful your servant is here among the people you have chosen a great people too numerous to count or number so give your servant a discerning heart Uh to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong yes for who is able to govern this great people of yours yeah the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this so God said to him so you know how we pray now we're praying for people whenever we pray i love this fact, prayer prayer people because they called themselves what do you call yourself so so intercessors that's better than you just praying for things you started praying for people and because of that god will say let me give you i'm pleased that you're praying about people that's what pleases god so every time we go to prayer we're actually going to supplicate on behalf of people uh I don't want to go back on myself we're going to supplicate on behalf of people so that please God go on So God said to him, Uh since you have asked for this, and not for long life, or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart, Uh so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, Mm. I will give you what you have not asked for, Mm. both wealth and honour, Mm. so that in your lifetime you will have no evil equal among kings okay when he was saying i would give you do you know the dimension of giving here would have been through the spirit it would have been through the spirit it's not written there because naturally we're supposed to know that because when he went to god he would have gone to god in prayer not seeing him it would have been a spiritual conversation so anything he's going to receive has to be spirit so if he's going to receive wealth, it's going to be because of the spirit that he's contracted. When he was speaking about his father, he was speaking about a spirit. David was, the Bible would say that he was like God in his capacity. He was actually, they would even say he's like Christ to some degree. In other words, he'd inhabited the spirit of Christ. So God was showing him how to also exhibit that spirit. But he was saying that I'm not going to give it to you because you're asking for uh, the things that come with the spirit. But you're asking on behalf of the people that belong to me. So because of that, I'm going to give you everything you haven't even asked for in the form of the spirit. So he's going to give him wealth. He's gonna to give him honor he's going to give him things that would not make him equal to other kings so in your field you're actually not supposed to be equal to anybody that's why God sets you apart so when he gives you certain things it's supposed to put you above it's supposed to take you to the beyond you may be looking at now and say Ranji is it Ranji your, your, your manager Chirad Chir- Chirad you may be thinking that that's the boss and it's okay for you to be working at the level where you are with him now. God is looking for the moment that you will set you above as a king above him. But guess what he would do at that time? He's got to check and make sure that you've not made Shirad a king. In terms of position. Do you get that? He's got to make sure that you've put the needs of the spirit before Chirad's anything. So when Pastor Genevieve comes back and says that actually I've told Chiran, this is when I can work. Guess what you're showing him? You are a king. You're now putting him in a position of servitude because he now responds to your request. Do you understand that? Do you know that's because of an offering has gone up? You don't understand that, do you? An offering has gone up on behalf of Pastor Genevieve. And I'm sure this woman has been praying. I know that in the first, she's going to be praying because I know she want to try and compete with me. I know she will. I know, <laughs> and she has to. It's great. <laughs> so an offering has gone up, and now God is saying, "Okay, I'm going to give you what you want, and even more." So she then even came back to me that Ranji, sorry, Shirad has even increased, <laughs> has even increased the salary. I said, "Of course. Why shouldn't he? Because you're the king here." You've got to know the functions of the Holy Spirit and what he wants to do. The problem is for many of you, you've limited him so much that he's not taking full preeminence over your life. He's not been allowed to operate in his totality. He's not been allowed to function in his magnitude. So you're, you're only receiving an, a limited expression of God and you're calling it God. God is saying, that's not me. Uh uh-uh. That's not me. That's not how I work. Because when I come through the Holy Spirit, I come to take over. There's no negotiation no, no, negotiation when it comes to the Holy Spirit. He's just going, going, going. Let's look at scriptures of the Holy Spirit now. John chapter 14, John 16, all these ones. Let's go there. Let me do another 20 minutes or so with you guys and I'll let you go. let's start, start with John 14 because these were the scriptures that PT began to gave, give to us as the elite family when he says may the spirit of truth be with you and since that day we've been praying of the spirit of truth to abide with us and I've watched him begin to develop himself in us bit by bit day by day are you ready let's read John 14 verse 1 let's go do not let your hearts be troubled yeah. you believe in God Believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. Mm -hmm. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? There'll be one day I begin to teach you about this scripture in my father's house. There are many mansions, but it's not for tonight. Keep going. And if I go and prepare a place for you, Uh I will come back and take you to be with me. That you also may be where I am. Good. You know the way to the place where I am going. Yes. Thomas said to him, uh-huh. Lord, we do not know where you are going, uh-huh. so how can we know the way? Mm. Jesus answered, I, I am, am the way. way, and the truth, yep. and the life. Yes, No one comes to the Father except through me. Do you see now why I say Christ has to be birthed in you? Because when he is birthed in you, you will know the way. He will show you the way because the way he begins to live in you. He says, nobody can come to the Father except through me. I've told you guys, listen, when Christ dwells in you, you will see the Father. You saw how Stephen began to see the Father when the spirit of grace fell upon him do you remember that he said that he saw he looked up and saw in the heavens he saw the father and he saw christ seated at the right hand side but he can only do that when he received the spirit when you receive the spirit of god when the spirit of christ bears himself or bursts himself in you you have access to the totality of god this is what i need you to get and you get access to the mind of the father keep reading If you really know me, you will know my father as well. So if you really know me, how do we get to know him? Guys, how do we get to know him? By him birthing himself in us. Abide in me as I abide in you. There's got to be a living. There's got to be a dwelling. Internal and external. It's got to be all around. And I've got to emphasize again, he's got to be with us. That's God the Father. He's got to be in us. That is Christ. And he's got to be on us. That's got to be the Holy Spirit. Okay. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him yes. and have seen him. Good. Philip said. From now on. He said, uh-uh. so what happened here? He says, from now on, you do know him and you have seen him. There's a birthing that's taking place. Keep reading because I don't know if you're getting this. Um, Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you such a long time, Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Good. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. I love it. Believe me when I say Mm. that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Uh Or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. themselves. Very truly, I tell you, Uh whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these Mm. because I am going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask in my name. So that the father may be glorified in, in the, the son. Yeah. You may ask for anything in my name and, and I, I will do it. it. Mm-hmm. If you love me, keep my commands. Uh-huh. And I will ask the father. Do you remember what the commands are? Love God, love people. Yes, God. And he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. I will ask the father and he will give you another helper, another advocate to help you and be with you forever this was the holy spirit but even the holy spirit understands that everybody has a particular assignment so the spirit doesn't work according to his own mind they work together the same way we saw them in genesis come let us make man in our image so they have a conversation So even Jesus cannot operate without doing the will of God. You remember when he cried out in the garden of Gethsemane, Lord, this cup, you know, he wasn't crying to let the cup go. He was supplicating remember PT taught us that he was supplicated he knows what the Father's told him to do he doesn't come to do his own thing so you've got to trust that the spirit comes as the spirit of truth to lead you into all truth which is the will of the father in your life he knows that Mika has an assignment so actually when Mika gets the spirit which comes in as knowledge it will be knowledge for where God has called her to be he's not going to give her knowledge in the area of uh, how to do music actually she knows Music, but of housing, because that's not the dimension of the spirit that's being given to her. So when he fills her, he will give, fill her with the knowledge of how to take Africa, or how to do all these things. Then he will couple and put her in a family that somebody does know how to do housing. Somebody does know how to do this. That's how the spirit will begin to dwell in all of us and mingle through all of us. He will have his way. Why? Because he's got a particular assignment for each and every one of us. But this assignment is to. Ultimately, build his kingdom and reinstate the broken walls that we're living in now. I told you, there is no way you are going to fix a broken society without the man that created this society. That is the man of the spirit. You're not going to see healing in this generation until God can find the men of the spirit that yield to the instruction of the Father, that live and are birthed through Jesus Christ and operate according to his nature. Are you following me with that? You're not going to see a change until God can find the man of the Spirit. The man that is filled with the Spirit. Then the wealth that we are speaking of comes as a byproduct. It's not the ultimate thing. The ultimate thing is that the Spirit is there. The byproduct is wealth. Wealth in the knowledge of you understanding certain things. You know, when Mika, I'm using Mika as an example now, when she gets to Ghana now, She's not even going to need one pound in her hand. Please listen to me. And I can show you through scripture why I know that's true. When Jesus sent his disciples, he said, Don't take your purse with you. Don't carry anything. Don't even carry clothes. When PT came to the UK, <laughs> ah, la, 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 la. Hey, you're with me, guys. Just carry the Holy Spirit, carry the message, carry the word, carry prayer. And carry your worship. Um, you please don't mess up those three things. Your word, your prayer and your worship and I told you your worship is not your singing your worship is your giving it's your offering all that she needs to do is go with those three things do you know that she's got the highest currency going around in town Solomon was carrying the highest currency around in fact he was the only one that mattered at a time Mama my, 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 God he was the only one that mattered so if she gets to Ghana now guess what doors will open to her <laughs> same way they opened to Joseph why? because he carried a currency that the world had never seen before what the spirit does it allows you to go to the unseen and take some information take some knowledge from the unseen and bring it to this world and so people in Ghana will say hey how do you know that where did you get that from I can tell you've been filled with wisdom of God no 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 it's the spirit because Christ has been birthed in her Joseph And the house of potiphar was blessed because of joseph why because the spirit of god is there and if the spirit of god is there, there will be fullness (laughs) let's keep reading are you getting me this evening family okay good the world cannot accept him the world cannot accept him i told you this yesterday the world will not accept you because it comes as truth they didn't accept christ look at how the pharisees wanted to deal with him They couldn't accept him because it came as truth. Let me tell you, many people won't like me as a person, as Nikki. Because I don't mince my words. I say it how I see it. Many people won't like me because I just, I'm not. How do I say this, Lord? I don't sugar anything. I'm just, get out. (laughs) Just shut up. What are you talking about? What are you saying? Who was it? I think it was Pastor Coliday one day. he sent me. I said, "This is what he's given us." I said, "What are you talking about?" I, said, I even use the f word. It's just f off. I go back and bring the right one. Like, what are you talking about? Why? Because I don't understand that anymore. I don't. I don't understand less. I don't understand not performing to the standard that I see you in the spiritual. So when I see Pastor Colladay, I see a God. So why are you performing at an earthly level? That's error to me. So I'm gonna say no. I'm not, I'm not having that. No way. And you shouldn't accept anybody that says, okay, that's fine, you know, next week. (laughs) That's still pastoring. And that's fine for the world. But now God still wants to get us on a deeper level as leaders and pastors in training. And we're saying to ourselves, no, we want to see the fullness of God here on earth. We've been fancying around church for too long. This is why I say things like I'm not a Christian because you can't label the spirit. You can't label that. You've already said that he's just this. This is um, you see why I don't like that label because you put it in a box that says this is what you do and what you don't do. So this is why the lady says well, you're a pastor, but how that like you shouldn't because she's already labeled Christianity. You can't put me in that box. I'm not a Christian. I'm a man of God. That comes without no equation. I'm just what I am. <laughs> I am that I am, so to speak. Yeah. Do you get that? That's what it's got to be. So if today I'm flying a jet, praise God, that's what I am today. <laughs> and if tomorrow I'm driving a truck full of ten thousands of people, that's what I am today. <laughs> uh, Hannah's shaking her head saying, "No, ma, no, that's not gonna happen." She didn't even let me land. <laughs> that's what I am today. So the Spirit is so fluid in His capacity; He can take you through whatever. And however, that's how he operates. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because they neither see him or know him. But you know him. Why? For he lives with you and will be in you. Uh Ah. For he lives with you, that's God, and will be in you. That's Christ. Then there's going to be the next phase. Of the Holy Spirit, which is what? I will not leave you as orphans. Uh Uh-uh, you didn't get that. (laughs) It will be on you. And we see that in the book of Acts, isn't it? So what what Jesus was doing was introducing us into how to receive this spirit. And it starts off first by believing. I think the gospel or the word on believing is so fundamental as a believer, you know. Because I discovered many things, you know. About why people in the world can be very rich and do some things, they may not believe in God, but they believe in the power of God, and they're able to tap into a realm of that power. Excuse me, are you telling me that Elon Musk hasn't tapped into something that's a bit? The guy has tapped. <laughs> he's tapped. Not only is it, he's also tapped. <laughs> I told you a while back, when you can be curious enough about your community, you will fall into some realms that you weren't invited to. You didn't hear me. If you can be curious enough about your community, about people, you will fall into some realms that you were not invited to. And you will be given access into that realm. I think Elon Musk was curious. I think the Einsteins were very curious people. I think that uh, Bill Gates was very curious. Even the studious man. The Bible tells us to study to show yourself approved. When you can be studious, you will just fall into certain realms that you weren't invited to. But you can edge yourself into the mind of the person of that realm. And that's how people can go and get wealth. And build some systems. I love the scripture we read the other day that Pastor Daniel Jr. showed us in the TPT. I think it's uh, 1 Corinthians 2. We're not going to go there just yet, but we will end there. I still want to end up in Romans chapter 12. But let's finish reading this. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yes. Before long, the world will not see me anymore. Yeah. But you will see me. Yes. Because I live... You, you also, also will live. live yes on that day yeah. you will realize uh-huh. that i am in the father yeah. and you are in me Good. and i am in you Do you see how the god wants his trinity and his divinity to be in you he wants you to be the formed man he wants you to be the adam he expected you to be the issue is that this adam that started in genesis only became like one of them god said he wants you to be like all of us So that you can express his Godhead here on earth. This is what will set you apart, guys. I'm trying to get you to set you apart. So that when people see you, they will know that this is only a woman of God. This is a man of God. Nobody can deny the power that's over the nation family. Nobody. They can fight it. They will not like it, like the Bible tells us. Yes? They will not like it, but they cannot deny it. You've got to get to a place where people cannot deny you. I'm already beginning to see it for myself bit by bit where people can just not say no to me anymore. There was a time where I would just sit down and be like, all right, let's just, whatever. I'm just like, nah, that's not what my spirit says. If it says I should be able to do all things, why is this idiot telling me no? Come and sit down, my friend. Nonsense. I would say that to their face, but in my mind I'm feeling that. (laughs) And when I've said it, it's when they've changed their mind. <laughs> Let me give you an example again the other day. Aki messaged me today. Agnes from Louis Vuitton. She messaged me again today. She said, Oh, Nick. I said, Wow. <laughs> She's now abbreviated my name. She said, Nick, I've just seen this new bag again. It will really suit you very well. I said, Oh, Aggie. I even messaged her to say, I, I think you're a mobilizer. And she's not actually British. I think she's from, so she didn't understand what I was saying. (laughs) So she said, um, she goes, goes, wow, that's great. So it was almost like an automated response. (laughs) I laughed. 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 I laughed for so long. And she said, the bag that you've been looking for, I've managed to find it in Italy. Should I ship it for you? I, that's after, I've, after I've told you she's a mobilizer. Wow, that's great. There's a bag. I said, <laughs> I said Aggie, Aggie. <laughs> um, why did I even get into that? But there will be some things. When you get into that dimension of grace, some things will just come to you, you know, without you even asking for it. It would just so happen that people will just know that this is what you need now. Or this is what... Yeah, is relevant for you now and you get what i'm saying though you won't even need to ask for many things but i've forgotten about everything aggie i even forget about what i have what i own and what i don't own when i'm in my room with the word and this is why i have to lock my door at times and say no nope, nobody's allowed in this space because that's my sanctuary that's where i get to know him that's where i get to know the spirit so when i look at my phone and say hi nick from aggie i'm thinking oh wow they're still around that that happens you know I mean oh okay <laughs> interesting the woman is a mobilizer I'm telling you she's crazy she almost made me spend um, money today that I don't have I started looking for Sis, do you have um, certain amount just because I need Aggie to know that you know um, <laughs> it's beautiful whoever my commands whoever has my commands and keeps them Yes, is the one who loves me Good. the one who loves me will be loved by my father uh-huh. and I too will love them and show myself to them okay good I started speaking to you from Solomon and how Solomon will go and uh, present burnt offerings from animals now let's look at Romans chapter 12 and let me show you that what God wants now is for us to present our bodies first because he did that before you know allowed them to present offerings from animals but it only got them so far you saw how the Elijah's, they only got so far. You saw how the Moses only got so far. Then grace had to come on the Mount of Transfiguration. But when he came, Christ himself had to offer up his own body as a living sacrifice first to show us that that would be the way that we too get entrance into the kingdom of God or into the knowledge of the kingdom of God. Romans chapter 12, so I can start rounding up guys. Romans 12, one. Good. Therefore, I urge you, yeah. brothers and sisters, yeah. in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Thank you very much. It says what? This is your true and proper worship. So when did we start worshiping in song? When did we start using using lyrics to the worship? No, he wants your body. And if he wants your body, that means he wants all of you. The reason why he wants all of you is so that he can house himself in you. He wants it completely there, broken on the brazen altar. In fact, he would take you to the freshen floor where he begins to beat every spirit that is not of him out of you so that you can be filled with his spirit. You remember the freshen floor, right? You know what that is? This is where the farmer will go and take the wheat and begin to beat the wheat and, and separate the wheat from the chaff. So what he would do, I love that so much. He will go take you to the threshing floor, which is the altar, and begin to beat out every spirit that is not of him. Because you know there are many spirits, right? You do know that. You remember the spirit that came upon Saul at a time. It was so evil that only David can soothe that spirit. Yeah, there are many spirits that God wants to eliminate and eradicate from your life so that He can reign as the supreme one in your life. So He takes you to the freshening floor. He says, That is your true and proper worship. Are you with me? Are you sure? Are you happy? Is this word okay for you? Are you very sure? Are you very, very sure? will you be spirit filled people going forward will you be those who worship not just in song so I love when Pastor Whitney and Pastor Crystal and the team sing so beautifully that's very good but that's actually just to entice our flesh you know that's to get us you know when we sing oh, <laughs> oh yeah, liquid fire oh, yeah that's very good and you feel good you feel it's a feeling you feel good yeah, but the true proper worship is when you can break yourself on the altar. When he can look at that body and say, that belongs to me now. That is worship. When you can have in your account 20 or 40,000 K and say, I'm bringing it all there as long as with my body, everybody's coming, everybody's going. That is the worship he's looking for. Based on that worship, God will do what he did for Abraham to you, what he did for Noah to you. You enter yourself into the lineage, in the prophetic line, as Pastor Daniel was sharing, to enter into the blessing that uh, comes with you being those people that present an offering. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. When God can see your offering, what he does, he looks at you like Abraham that put Isaac on the altar. He looks at you like Noah that presented the burnt offerings, like a Solomon. He says, guess what you do? You put yourself into that faith line. In that faith line, you attach yourself to the blessings that come with Abraham's sons. There's nothing you can lack. Let me round this up. Uh Uh-huh. You finished that? Yes, ma'am? Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Yes. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So there's a pattern of this world. In the scripture that we read yesterday, it speaks about you've not been given the spirit of this system. So you can't live according to this system. So he says, do not conform to this pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will. Good. For by grace, for by grace given me, yeah. I say to every one of you, yeah. do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, yes. but rather think of yourself with sober judgment Good. in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. Jump to 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12. Maybe you need to read that in the TPT. That will be the last one we do tonight so I can let you guys go. For we did not receive the spirit of this world system. No but the spirit of god but the spirit of god so that we might come to understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon us good And we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the spirit and not with the words taught by human wisdom. Good. We join together. You see that? Not by the words taught by human wisdom. Your university, your careers, those are words by human wisdom. Those Those, when you live by that, do you know you're now having the spirit of the system? And you're only going to operate on that level. You can't perform beyond that. Like Pastor Daniel says, you cannot outdo your master. So whatever the system has taught you is what you are becoming. And that's where you end. But you see the spirit that God gives, because it has no cap on it, Because it is unlimited and so full, you're able to go beyond. Remember the word beyond again. You're able to go beyond the capacity of the man of this system. That's how you outdo. This is why Elijah was able to outdo chariots. Why? Because he would have the capacity to go beyond. Because of the spirit that was given to him. No wonder why Elisha asked for it. Because it was the spirit that enabled enabled him to go beyond. I need you to know the dimensions of this spirit, so that when you move, people can see that you are peculiar types, that you are a breed, that even Paul would say, I'm perplexed about you. Finish reading, Ma. And we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the spirit Uh and not with the words taught by human wisdom. It's got to be by word that is imparted into our spirit so actually how do we receive christ by receiving the word that's how he gets born into us and that's how we begin to move and operate in him go on we join together spirit revealed truths yes with spirit revealed words yes someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's spirit yeah for they make no sense to him yeah he can't understand I love that they make no sense to him I told you about the spirit it doesn't make any sense this is why somebody can come lift that up for me mom this is why somebody can come and and say Pastor Nikki I'm ready to start again naturally mother man you can't go back to your workplace after they've sacked you and say can I have my job back they're not going to have you but you see the man of the spirit they're going to say come home son remember the prodigal son that will go away for a while and hire servants to take on the positions of the son he knew that eventually the son was going to come back and what did he do he lavished by throwing a party for him to say come back your position was always going to be here do you see how the spirit begins to work it makes no sense Finish reading that, Mark. For they make no sense to him. Yeah. He can't understand the revelations of the Spirit because they are only discovered by the illumination of the Spirit. Thank you so much. This is why you cannot just read the Word and understand God by reading the Word without having the Spirit, guys. You've got to have the Spirit to understand this Word because what He will do, He will illuminate the Scripture to you. So when you're reading it, you're not reading the black and white. You're reading the body of the Scripture. You're not able to code and piece things into places. You're not able to say, okay, this is what Christ was actually telling me to do here. This is what Christ was saying here. You're not able to decipher. You're not able to travel through scriptures and find your position in the scripture. Do you know when you open the word, you're supposed to find you there? Because you is Christ and Christ is you. You're, so able, you're supposed to find your purpose there because your purpose is hidden in him. And if you can't find that, it's because you've not read the scripture with the spirit. Because it will make no sense. you finished it, Ma? Let's finish. Those who live in the Spirit yeah. are able to carefully evaluate all things. Yes. And they are subject to the scrutiny of no one but God. Good. For who has ever intimately known the mind of the Lord, yeah. Yahweh, yeah. well enough to become his counselor? Mm. Christ has. Uh-huh. And we possess Christ's perceptions. I love it. And uh, we have possessed, you finished reading it now, yeah? As Christ's perceptions, we possessed him. So in other words, now we're going to start praying. I'm going to leave you to pray for a while. You're praying for that spirit to possess you. The spirit of Christ to possess you totally. I told you, I need you to be the kind of people that you don't need to have a pound have a pound to your name. But guess what? Wherever you go, because grace is all over you, the spirit of God is all over you. People will just naturally take you in. People will just give to you. Uh, one of your, the guys here on, on Saturday came to me and said, Pastor Nikki, take this. This is for you. As small as it is, but he's seen something. He's seen something that says, I want a part of that, so I've got to sow into it. That was his worship in that moment so tonight we're gonna lift up our voices what I've given to you this evening is a dispensation of what the spirit is supposed to do in your life I began to give you scriptures to show you how the spirit maneuvers Then, when we begin to pray I want you to begin to pray that the spirit will take possession over your life it will no longer be you anymore when you've been given instruction you will know that it's because Pastor Nikki has prayed and she has seen it in the spirit that sister this is what you need now brother this is what you need now uh, and then when we go when we get to when we begin to grow more and more in the knowledge of God and in the understanding of this spirit, it won't be difficult for you to understand what Pastor Nikki is saying. In fact, before I even opened up my mouth to give a word, your spirit would have really bared witness with my spirit what it's supposed to say. That's how we become one in the spiritual realm. You've got to know my mind. We've got to know his mind. We've got to work in his capacity. We've got to move and flow in his capacity. Oh, we need the spirit tonight. I need you to pray this evening, Elim. I want you to pray with fire, Spirit. Holy
1: Spirit.
0: Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit Philippians chapter 3 Philippians Holy chapter 3 let me close you off tonight you're going to read a lot from there so tonight God wants you to completely have zero confidence in your flesh Zero confidence in your earthly ability. He needs the natural, but he only needs the natural to house the supernatural. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So let's read Philippians chapter 3 from verse 1. Let's go. Philippians chapter 3, verse 1. Let's go. And then we can round up. Further, my brothers and sisters. I think it's better in the TPT, though jesus philippians 3 1 my beloved ones don't ever limit your joy or fail to rejoice in the wonderful experience of knowing our Lord Jesus I don't mind repeating what I've already written to you because it protects you I don't mind repeating some of these words you've heard already He's repeating because it protects you. <laughs> Keep reading, man. Beware, Beware of those religious hypocrites yes. who teach that you should be circumcised to please God. Ah, it's not about pleasing God. Please don't cry out tonight to please God. It's bigger than that. Go on. For we have already, already. experienced mm. heart circumcision. Lovely. And we worship God in the power oh, and freedom yeah. of the Holy Spirit. Good not in laws and religious duties no we are those who boast in what jesus christ has done yes and not in what we can accomplish in in our our own strength. strength no we don't boast we are those who boast in what jesus christ has done and not in what we can accomplish in our own strength so in other words tonight what we're saying is lord we have zero confidence in our strength And we have confidence and boast in what you have done. We worship God because of the power that's been given to us through the Holy Spirit. Keep reading, Mark. It's true that I once relied on all that I had become. (laughs) I had a reason to boast and impress people with my accomplishments. Nah. Go on more than others, uh-huh. for my pedigree was impeccable. Okay, so you can hear the impeccable man. Even he will have to submit to the higher power. It's not your accomplishments that you can boast in. It's gotta be the Holy Spirit. Please keep reading, mom. I was born a true Hebrew ah. of the heritage of Israel. Yes. As the son of a Jewish man mm. from the tribe of Benjamin. Yeah. I was circumcised eight days after my birth and was seven. Yet all of the accomplishments that that I once took credit for, I've now forsaken them and I regard it all as nothing Nothing. compared to the delight of experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. Praise God. To truly know him meant letting go of everything from my past. To truly know him means letting go of everything from your past and throwing all my boastings on the garbage heap yeah on it's, the freshen floor <laughs> go on it's all like a plow of manure to yes. me now So that i may be enriched yes. in the reality of knowing jesus christ yeah. and embrace him as lord in all of his greatness good my passion yes is to be consumed with him Ooh. and not clinging to my own righteousness. My prayer for you tonight is that you may be consumed with him. I don't know if you heard me. My prayer, because passion comes through prayer as well, right? Is that you will be consumed with him and not clinging. Go on. My passion is to be consumed with him. Yes. And not clinging to my own righteousness. Ah. Based in keeping the written law. My righteousness will be His, yes, based on the faithfulness of Jesus Christ, uh-huh. the very righteousness that comes from God. Yeah, and I continually long to know the wonders of Jesus, yes, more fully and to experience the overflowing power yeah. of His resurrection uh-huh. working in me. I love that to know him and the power of his resurrection yes i will be one with him yes in his suffering yes and i will be one with him yes in his death yes only then will i be able to experience complete oneness with him my god in his resurrection my god from the realm of death. Yes. I admit yeah. that I haven't yet acquired uh, the absolute fullness uh, that I'm pursuing. Good. But I run with passion into his abundance. Yes. So that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ Had has called, called me, me to, to fulfill, fulfill and, and wants me to, to discover. discover. Tonight you have discovered a little bit more of Christ. So you are getting closer to your purpose and the calling that he has for you you may not completely know it yet which is why day unto day he utters speech night unto night he reveals his knowledge towards you so that you can come to the fullness of the purpose that he's called you to finish it mark i don't Stop depend on verse 14 yeah i don't depend on my own strength no to accomplish this no however i do have one compelling focus <laughs> I, I forget, forget. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. Good. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. Tonight, I invite you to meet in the Holy Spirit. Tonight, I invite you into reaching the heavenly goal and attaining the victory prize. Tonight, elite family and those of you who are watching from the polls, the power base, the connect, the inspire church, the capital family, the COD, wherever you're watching from, I invite you. Denounce your own strength, your own ability. It didn't get you far enough. <laughs> Your brother was telling me the other day, I tried by myself and I realized I can't do it. So he had to come running back to the family. But what I told him is actually, we're all running together to Christ. Now join this race. The sweet spirit of God is all over this place right now. Touching many of you speaking to many of you reminding many of you of your calling and your purpose in him your hunger and your thirst is developing your discovery of him yeah Your hunger and your thirst for Him is what will allow you to discover Him more and more. There's an anointing that is flowing from the head. And touching you tonight, you just need to receive it. Pastor Faith said it beautifully this morning. You don't look for the fruits of a tree. The tree in Psalm chapter 1 is actually the same tree in Galatians. And if you can yield to that tree all its fruits will begin to bear so don't look for the fruits become the tree tonight I invite you again into the divine mysteries of this spirit I invite you into the in Christ realities I invite you into the oneness of Christ. These are not deep things I'm telling you. These are very simple stuff. I'm just saying be one with him. <laughs> oh, because my soul thing for you to do now is what is worship and I told you what your worship is Your worship is your offering so from tonight some of you would just say Lord this is all I have I want to present that to you based on that the same conversation Solomon would have with God will be the similar conversation God will have with you pertaining to whatever he's called you to do here my desire is that we will know him more my desire is that we will express his life and nature here on earth my desire is for us to live in the totality of his divinity here on earth on that note let's share the grace together Now, grace is a form of fellowship, as you know. I still feel the Spirit hovering all over this place. And you know, when He hovers, it's because He wants to create. You remember in the beginning, the Spirit of God was hovering. I love that. The Hoovers is looking for the waters. Let him find the water in you. That's where he will come into. So Jesus. I'm trying to finish, but I'm just looking and I'm seeing that he's not finished. And I don't want to rush him. <laughs>
1: Jesus.
0: We just love you, Lord we as a family declare we can't make it without your Holy Spirit we're not even going to attempt anymore to try and make it without your Holy Spirit there is no business I know sir there is no thing I know daddy there is no thing I'm trying to do daddy other than to be with you other than to know you and the power of this your resurrection there's no other thing I'm longing for than for more of you daddy there is no other thing I'm looking for only by you please daddy so tonight please fill us Lord, with more of you so that we can exhibit you here on earth Lord the world is desperate you did tell us in Romans chapter 8 that the world is eagerly anticipating the manifestation of the sons of God Lord we are here please daddy Our cry tonight, accept our offering to you tonight as a reasonable sacrifice, Lord, we need you, we need you, Lord, Lord, I need you, Lord, I need you, Lord, we can't make it without you, oh God, oh God. For those of you who are at home, I'm just praying you can tap into this frequency right now. I'm really praying those of you are at home can tap into this because
1: it's different. of your word more of your power more of your spirit we need
0: you, daddy. We love you, daddy. I love you. I love you. We need you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Let's share the grace tonight. And as we share the grace, I want you to hold on to your neighbor. I just pronounced that. we love him but the second command that he asks is that we love our neighbor so this joining of hands is a symbolic representation of that love so as we share the grace with our neighbor with Jesus I want the Holy Spirit to lavish himself on all of us tonight May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now forevermore, amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever, amen. For this reason, i kneel before the father from whom every family on heaven and on earth derives its name and i pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that christ may dwell in our hearts through faith and i pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the lord's holy people to grasp how wide how high how long and how deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses all knowledge so that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Have you been blessed tonight? Those of you who are listening at home, have you taken one or two things from tonight? I pray you've taken one or two things. And what will happen tonight, the Lord will even allow you to go back to your rooms and open up more scripture and they will become life to you and begin to make more meaning to you Um, and you will understand it more and more you will know it more and more you will live in it more and more yeah you will dwell in it more and more there's a dimension of grace that's all over you. I can't wait. I can't wait, my. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for the true revelation of God. To, I'm just looking at you guys and you guys, I can't do it. You inspire me so much because I can just see the grace of God all over you. And the issue is at times, I don't think you guys know it as much as you should. And I don't want you to delay it by not knowing but I can see the Lord is seasoning you and ripening you for the time for you to know it. You will live in the totality of what God has called you to be. I want you to even look at your neighbor and say you are great. No, no, no. Really look at your neighbor and declare that you are great. Aha. Uh-huh. Tell another neighbor that you are great. And they're great because of the grace over you, Lola. You are great. Believe me as I believe Christ. You are great. There's nothing missing. There's nothing missing. There's nothing missing. There's nothing missing. There is nothing missing. There is nothing missing. There is nothing missing. missing. You are great. Sweet Holy Spirit. I just love the Lord, you know. I don't know what to do i just love him so much i just love him so much the sisters you will know to just wrap her in your arms you know (laughs) oh god oh jesus please i hope you guys are not rushing me away because the power of god is so strong here um so strong yeah there's nothing missing there's nothing missing don't look at yourself no more and say I'm not good enough I'm not worthy because when the Holy Spirit is in you you are more than able it is Him (laughs) it's no longer you oh God oh God oh God